With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, it's, I mean, it's definitely disappointing. Um, just because, like, you know, it's baseball and, you know, anything can happen on any given day. It's just, dis- like, I wanted to experience, like, a, a championship celebration with this team. Just because they're such a family and they're such a close-knit group. Um, it would have been, like, so much fun to do it. Um, but, like, looking back on it a few months from now, it's, it's the relationships that we build together that are the most important. And um, the trophies are nice, but they are not the most important thing about high school baseball. So we, we do keep that in perspective. That was hand-high baseball coach Travis LaPointe after the Tigers' 7-3 loss to Notre Dame-West Haven in the quarterfinals of the Clash L State Tournament. Saturday afternoon, and I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I tweeted it out. I put it on Instagram. I, I was just so impressed with a quote like that. Um, doing this for the last six years of my life, um, it's always nice when you get a coach after a, a state tournament loss. Uh, season's over. The seniors are gone. Um, that's it. It's the end of the road. And you know, there are some coaches who who are upset. They don't really want to talk, which I I understand. Um, you know they get they're they're mad or, or they're upset and and Travis really um, you know put it really into perspective that uh, yeah obviously he wanted to win and obviously he um, you know wanted to win a championship it's a hand program that has never won a state championship or a conference championship in baseball and he wanted to win but he didn't want to win because he wanted to win he wanted to win for the guys that he's been coaching and and he coached them. A good majority of the team when they were uh, 13, uh, 13 U baseball, and uh, it was just it was kind of refreshing to hear, um, you know, after such a heartbreaking loss at home. This is a team that a lot of people, myself included, picked, you know, to win L this year, maybe win the SECs. Uh, they were ranked so high in the poll for most of the year, and, and here they are with a loss at home to to a, a good Notre Dame West Haven team, and. You know, after he spoke to his team, he, he came over and, you know, he, he was just really proud of his guys. And, you know, I, I was thinking about it a lot when I made my drive from Madison to Cheshire this afternoon to go catch the end of the Cheshire-Enfield game. And, you know, we see in our field a lot of crying, uh, emotions, uh, sadness, disappointment, anger at the end of seasons during the state tournament. And, you know, the spring, I think, is is pretty hard. And I was saying this to the Journal Inquirer's uh, Adam Betts today at Cheshire. You know, a lot of these kids are multiple sport athletes, you know. So if they lose in the football playoffs, it's like, oh, you know, we got basketball or hockey, wrestling. And, you know, then you got baseball or boys lacrosse if, if you play multiple sports. And that doesn't exist in the, in the spring season. You know, once the spring season's over, once you're eliminated, once, you know, your team's run is done and you lose your last game, um, that's it. Your high school career is over. Uh, you know, only a handful of kids get to play at the next level. And, um, you know, it really stuck out to me today, especially, um, and, you know, all the hand haters or, uh, the people, you know, the ones who, uh, 
who think that we just love hand and and we just you know we just cover hand too much. Uh, it was really interesting to see them come off the field today. Uh, some of these kids taking their jerseys off at the last time for the last time, and uh, it makes you think because you know sports are so. You know, we 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 hold high school sports at such a high level in this state, and sometimes um, you kind of have to take a step back and realize that, you know, it's a game, they're kids, it's sports, it's poetic, it's, it's just something different, and, you know, it, it, not every team, four baseball teams, four rosters of baseball teams, kids, seniors will be able to say that they won their last high school game that's it not a lot um so you know throughout this tournament you know it just if i could say anything to the kids uh, listen to co- what coach lapointe said at the beginning of the um podcast listen to that quote um it means everything because you know at the end of the day in a couple of months or a couple of years when you're when you're in college when you're an adult when you're working you're gonna look back and and you're going to remember the times and the, you know, yeah, you didn't win your last game. But, you know, hey, remember that game earlier in the year when we walked off or when we came back or or all the fun you have in practice. And it was just, look, I'm going to be honest with you, it was a 40-minute drive from Madison to Cheshire. I had a lot of time on my hands. And, uh, you know, I, I, I do some thinking on those drives. And, uh, you know, it's just it's sad to see. Um, you know, you see a lot of great baseball players' seasons have already ended. Um, and some will end on Tuesday and it just really makes you think just how incredible, uh, sports are, uh, especially baseball. And, uh, you know, it's never nice to see a, a team lose or kids hang their head or, or the coaches are upset or, or, or kids are crying. Uh, it's an emotional game. I mean, you want to win, you want to be a state champion, you want to, to bring pride to your school but at the end of the day, if you don't win a state title, it doesn't mean that you didn't bring pride. It, didn't, it doesn't mean that you didn't succeed or have a successful season. And, you know, it just you get to see some of these kids and, and, and you cover them for three, four years, two, three, four years, and you see them at their highs and you see them at their lows. And, you know, when you see some of these kids walk off the field, you know, even in our job, like there there are certain athletes who, who we cover and are good interviews and, and you get to know them and you get to know their parents at, at the games and, and you just realize like, Hey, I might not ever get to interview that kid again. Or, you know, um, you know, you're never going to be able to watch that kid play, uh, that or watch that athlete play again or watch that, watch that athlete pitch, you know, one more time, uh, at the high school level. You know, a lot of these, you know, some of these kids will go on and play division one, division two, II, division three and in other sports and, and, and some won't, um, so I just wanted to say that before the show got started. I was thinking about it on my drive today. And, uh, you know, Tra- Coach, Coach LaPointe's quote really, he knocks it out of the park. And uh, it's about the relationships that you build, the memories that that are created uh, on the field, at practice, the bus rides, the team dinners, the text groups, the, the, the antics and the fun that you have over, you know, from March to June. And um, it's pretty incredible. And uh, it, it is always an honor and a pleasure to get to cover high school sports. I've, I consider myself very lucky that I get to go to work every day 
at either a ball field, a hockey rink, a football field, court. Um, I consider myself very lucky, and I'm very proud of, of the fact that I get to do that. But I don't get to do that without, you know, obviously great coworkers, <laughs> but, uh, you know, schools and coaches and, and, and athletes who, who really make the job a lot of fun. Uh, so thank you to all of those uh, kids. And I get to wear shark button-down shirts to work. Who else gets to do that? So um, just wanted to say that before the show got started. And uh, let's dive in. Hello! your boy Pete Paguaga and I'm back quarterfinals done semi-finalists across four brackets are set in stone and it's game time let's go what a great quarterfinal Saturday uh, again it's just me uh, I figured I would do these recaps I, uh, people got a big kick out of it after the first two rounds so I figured I'd jump back in um, I got I got Barks root beer today and uh, I got white buffalo, white buffalo chicken pizza from Pops in Cheshire. Shout out to Coach, uh, excuse me, Mike Lucier for recommending uh, Pops. So I was in Cheshire, and I figured I had to go. Um, and Saturday night, the um, times and places for the semifinals are not set in stone yet. We know that they will be played at neutral locations, double headers, both semifinalists playing. So. It's going to be awesome. Um, all right. We're going to make this quick because it's Saturday. Um, actually, I have another early tea time tomorrow. This is the benefit of being a sports writer is there's so much free time come state tournament time, at least in the morning, that uh, you get to golf. And uh, if anyone was concerned, because there were actually people who did reach out. I shot a 99 the other day uh, when I golfed on Friday. So... First time I've broken 100 in a long time. Anyway, let's go in. Here we go. Class S. We are set. The semifinalists for Class S. In no surprise. Oh, just kidding. They are set. They. I just went to the CIEC site. So maybe we're breaking a little news here. But the first, um, wow, the first semifinal. Uh, in Class S will be Coventry, St. Paul. Coventry beat SMSA today, 9-0. St. Paul knocked off Portland, 3-2. They came back, scored three runs in the sixth, or at top of the seventh, I'm sorry, to win. Um, so they're in the semifinals against Coventry. They're going to be playing at 1 o'clock on Tuesday at Sage Park uh, in Berlin, I believe. So that's awesome. That game's at 1. And then, uh, ooh, I just got a text message, too. Uh, about the semifinals. And then on the other one, you have Chapag who beat Notre Dame Fairfield 8-1. Shout out to the Berkshire League. The BL boys doing damage. Shout out to Chapag. They beat Notre Dame Fairfield 8-1. And Holy Cross, who beat Terryville from the Berkshire League 6-5-8. and eight. And they will be playing Tuesday at 5 p.m. Holy Cross and Chapag. Okay, so going over to Pete's Brackets. Um, I had Holy Cross and Portland in the final. Portland lost. Portland was my winner, so my winners are gone in S. Um, I had Holy Cross and Portland. Portland lost, but Holy Cross 
uh, is still alive for me to make to the finals. Um, quick predictions in S. I'm going to go with Holy Cross. Co- Co- Coach Phelan, uh, I think Holy Cross was really good. The NVL always gets a team out here in um, in Class S. They always get a team in the um, in the playoffs, uh, in, in the finals, you know, whatever. Uh, and then Coventry and St. Paul. I'm going to go Coventry. I don't. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Other than Matt Cook, I really don't know much about them. Um, not a bad thing or anything like that. I just the the NCCC is just it's out there, and uh, I really haven't made uh, haven't really gotten up there. But I, I like Coventry. I, I think St. Paul's really good. St. Paul could very easily win this game, and we could have Holy Cross St. Paul maybe in the finals. But I'm going to go Coventry and Holy Cross with the one two going to the championship. We're going to go over to M, 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 M. We got the semifinalists will be in the bottom of the bracket. I'll start there. Rockville. Rockville beats Watertown and Donna the Rock 5-2. to two. They're the seventh seed. In the semifinals, they will get St. Joe's, who smoked Northwestern 14-1. Today, they'll be playing 3-30 at Muzzy Field. And then in the other side is Wolkett who uh, is my M prediction winner, Jack Drury, what up? They'll be facing off against NVL rival Woodland, who knocked off Nanawak 5-2 to get to the semifinals. They'll be playing at 7 p.m. at Muzzy Field. Um, so right off the bat, again, quick, quick hits, quick just taking a look at it. St. Joe's, Wolkett, that was the final that I picked at the beginning of the brackets, uh, beginning of the state tournament. I'm going to stick with those two teams, Wolkett, St. Joe's, uh, and I got... In my my bracket, Wilkett Wilkett is the champion in my bracket, but we'll see. Uh, I think Wilkett, St. Joe's final and M. That'll be a great game. Um, some great players on both squads, and uh, you know St. Joe's just keeps hitting. Twenty five runs in the first, thirteen runs in the second game, fourteen in the third. Again, this is an FCAC team playing in Class M, but they played a Tech school, an NCCC team, a Berkshire League team, and now they get another NCCC team. So. We'll see. But again, St. Joe's hit really well last year during the state tournament, and they ran into a very good Seymour team who ended up winning Class M. Let's just take a look at St. Joe's last year. 12 runs, 16 runs, 13 runs, and then they got shut out. So, does it happen again this year? Who knows? We'll see. Rockville, again, NCCC team, they're they're, they're doing it, and uh, they, have a, they have a chance to shake a lot of stuff up. All right. We're going to jump over to L quickly. And uh, this is going to be the first of two Pete apologies on this podcast. Uh, right off the bat, uh, apologies to to Berlin. Uh, you know, I was kind of knocking the CCC a little bit on the podcasts uh, the last couple of weeks. Don't you know? I, I think the conference is too big. Their 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 schedules aren't as competitive. Uh, night in and night out. You know, it's like the FCAC or the SCC, even the SWC, but. Berlin's 21-2, and two and they're in the semifinals. They knocked off Foreign from the SEC 7-1 today, and they will get the Notre Dame-West Haven Green Knights, who knocked off Daniel Hand 7-3 this afternoon. Uh, very good game. You can read my story on Game Time CT. And then at the bottom of the oh, – I'm sorry. They will be playing at Palmer Field in Middletown at 3.30 in the first 
<clears throat> in the first semifinal. And then the other semifinal, Waterford. I picked Law. Waterford won. Shout out Lancers. They beat Law 5-1 today. They will get Massick, who beat East Lime 5-1. Looking quickly at Pete's bracket. I had Massick in the semifinals. I've lost everybody else. My L bracket is poof, gone. Um, but quick, quick Pete predictions. I'm going to go with Notre Dame-West Haven to win against Berlin. I know I just apologize to Berlin and the CCC, and this is an absolute great run. I'm very happy for him, very excited for him. But this is a Notre Dame-West Haven team. They've used three different starting pitchers in three games. That's that's That doesn't happen a lot in high school baseball, that a team has that much depth. I don't know who Notre Dame's going with. Uh, I'm Eddie Zanner is available. He beat Bethel 2-0. Uh, in the second round, I don't know who they threw in the first round against Ellis Tech. It would not surprise me if they didn't go with their one in a game that they should have won 18 nothing, and they did. Uh, so we might see Eddie Zanner in the semifinals, uh, but I could be wrong. Um, and then you get him in the finals if you win. But this is a team with a lot of depth. They have a lot of sophomore pitchers other than Eddie. And uh, they have the depth on the mound, and uh, they've got some timely hitting. So I'm going to go Notre Dame West Haven to make the finals. And then on the other side, Massick and Waterford. I'm going to close my eyes and, and pick, and I'm going to pick Massick. Uh, again, very good storied program. SWC, they've been pitching well, hitting well. They've allowed four runs throughout the entire state tournament. Two to Lyman Hall, one to Cheney Tech, one to East Lyme. Uh, so I'm going to go with Massick in the second uh, to go to the finals and face off against Notre Dame West Haven. All right, here we go to double l and double l will be back at municipal stadium in waterbury um we'll start with the first semifinal game oh before we start that here's my second apology of the show uh, i apologize to southington um i had them out in the first round i had them losing to hamden who, who played new britain and i mean that was a great game against new britain 11 innings suspended because of weather and here is Southington. They beat New Britain 4-3 in 11. They beat Darien 1-0. Billy Carr, walk-off, ya boy. Back-to-back games. And then and then they beat Fairfield Ludlow today, 3-2. to um, And here they are in the semifinals against Amity. Death, taxes, Amity playing June baseball. Uh, they went up early on Newtown, 2 nothing. Newtown came back, took a 3-2 lead. What Amity do? They came right back, scored two more runs, 1-4-3. Lipinski pitched um, for Amity today. Maybe we'll see Shepa uh, against Southington. I'll be at both double-L games on Tuesday. But they'll be playing at 3-30 at Municipal Stadium. Amity-Southington last year. Amity played the second semifinal. Oh, by the way, this is the seventh straight year Amity is in the semifinals. I don't know what is going on in Orange, or, or Orange, Waterbury, oh, Orange, Woodbridge, and, uh, oh, God, I forgot the third town off the top of my head. Um, I don't know what's in the water there with this baseball program, but seven straight semifinals and in a single elimination tournament is one of the stupidest stats. Like, and by stupid, I mean S-T-O-O-P-I-D, stupid, how crazy good they are and how they do it every year, and here they are back in the semifinals as a 10 seed, and you just sit there and you want to shake your head and be like, how do they do it? And it's like, well, it doesn't really matter. They play Amity baseball. They, they, they're aggressive. They bunt. They pitch well. They, do, they don't make mistakes. You know, uh, Ryan Lacey texted me today, and he goes, you know, 
Hammondy left 11 guys on base. He goes, I think they could have won. You know, you know, they could have scored a couple more runs. And he goes, but they didn't make any mistakes in the field. And when they don't, they win. And uh, that's Amity baseball for you right there. Uh, in the second semifinal, we have the matchup that we all wanted. We all wanted this. It's the third year in a row these two teams are playing. Now we have a shot the state championship spot on the line. Staples and Cheshire. Staples beat Trumbull today 12-6. They were trailing, scored eight runs in the sixth inning to knock off Trumbull. Uh, <clears throat> I know Jack McFarland's been raving about Trumbull, saying how good they were all year, and they gave, Stever- they gave Staples everything that they had. And uh, Staples just had a little bit more. Uh, great team, obviously. You know, We talk about them all the time. Um, they get Cheshire. They got the defending champions. Cheshire's won 25 straight games, if you include the SEC's. Twent, they lost their first game to Amity, one nothing, and they have not lost since. That's absurd. That's insane. We saw Fairfield Prep in a similar situation last year. They were 26-0 at this time, I believe, because they were undefeated. And they ran into a really hot Cheshire team last year, and Cheshire beat them in extra innings. Um, so we have two of the So it's Cheshire Staples, 7 o'clock Municipal Stadium, Waterbury. Again, your boy will be there. Um, that that one's so hard. You got Staples who, who – Chad Knight threw two innings today. Um, for those who want to know who Staples might go with, um, he threw two innings. I don't know how many pitches he threw. But I don't think it really matters because we have Sunday, Monday. We have two days in between. Um, So I'm expecting to see Chad start. Um, I don't know who Cheshire is going to go with. Kozolowski pitched today. Uh, But this is, look, who who do we think is going to win? I I can't tell you. Uh, I I know I picked Staples because I I picked him to win double L. Uh, And I will tell you this about both teams, who I've seen a lot. Staples is stacked. Stacked from one through nine through their lineup, they are stacked. Yes, Chad Knight, Harry Zadian, Drew Rogers. Um, you know, there's so many guys on this team that you can just point at. Andrew Moy, Andrew Moy might be my favorite player in the state to watch. Um, if you're a baseball guy or a baseball fan and, and you're in the area, come to the well. First of all, if you're going to go to any of the semifinals, I'm going to say go to Double L, go to Municipal, spend the whole day there. It's great. You we're seeing four of the best teams in the state go at it. And watch Andrew Moy because he's probably, like, the grittiest player in the state. Um, so Cheshire is just stacked, loaded talent up and down the lineup. It's absurd how talented this Staples team is. Is this talented as the team that won two years ago? Chad Knight was on that team as a sophomore. Uh, you had Chris Drubel in center field. You had Ben Kasparius. I don't know if this team is as talented. I think time will tell. Um, but I think Staples is probably the most talented team in the state in terms of just skill. Um, and then you got Cheshire, who all they do is win. They battle, they fight, they came back against Amity to beat them in the SECs. They had to come back to beat Farmington. They hold off a good Shelton team. They go up six nothing early on Enfield and 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 beat them six three. Uh, they took out Kozlowski. He was thrown no hitter through five innings. The game was. The game was in hand, you know. Like you know, they took him out after five. The bullpen gave up three runs. Maybe they're saving him, you know, for he might need to come out of the bullpen in the semis. Who knows? 
I, I get why they took him out. Um, so now you got Cheshire Staples. And Cheshire, all they do is win. They just, they fight, claw. They'll just do anything they can to win. Do they have the same star level power? I think you can make an argument. Look, we, we still haven't seen Matt Downing. Um, you know, no word. He The last time he pitched was against Amity in the regular season. Uh, left that game with an injury. He hasn't pitched in the SECs or, or, or states. Maybe he comes out in, <laughs> in the double L semis. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. Um, I think that hurts Cheshire because I think he could go toe-to-toe with Chad Knight if, you know, 100% versus 100%. I think he could go toe-to-toe. He's an absolute stud. A lefty he throws as hard as he does is very hard to come by, uh, especially in high school. Um, I don't know who Cheshire's going to go, but again, I, I'm like forgetting guys. Like Ryan Strollo, that is 450 this year, SEC Player of the Year. Let's not forget him. You got the Battaglia brothers. Um, you got... Oh, God, how could I forget it? Matt Costello might be the best catcher in the state. They have talent. This game is is going to be so good. I can see this being like last year in the double O where both games went to 10 or 11 innings with Prep and Cheshire going to extra and then Richfield and Amity going to extra. I could see this happening again. I'm going to spend all night in Waterbury, and I'm going to get locked in the stadium again. Um. So if I'm going to do a quick prediction, I'm going to pick Staples. I picked him at the beginning of the tournament. I'm going to stick with it. Uh, but I think this is going to be an unbelievable baseball game. One run, close. It's going to be late. Buy your tickets. Come early. Watch this game. The other, the earlier game at Municipal, Southington Amity. Now this, this is, again, I apologize to Southington. My bad, guys. Billy Carr, you are the man. Back-to-back days, not just games, back-to-back days with a game-winning hit to walk off and continue your team season, that kid should never buy lunch again at Southington High. Okay? Everyone should be buying him lunch. Okay? That's a baller move by this kid two days in a row. Obviously, the opportunities have to present it. Your teammates got to get on. But to come through two days in a row in two games, baller, Billy Carr will forever not have to pay for lunch at Southington High. They get Amity. Now, Let's rewind a couple of years, 2000, I think it was like 2010, 11. This team, these teams used to meet up all the time with, uh, you know, Sal Romano for Southington. Uh, I can't, can't even think of the guys that Amity had. I did the story, but my head is just spinning right now. Too much pizza. And um, this is a, like an old, not an old-time rivalry, but this is a recent rivalry, and now they get to play again. Um. But again, it's June. You're guaranteed three things in life at this point. Death, taxes, and the Spartans playing baseball in June. And on June 4th, they're going to be playing to go back to the championship again and win their gazillionth state title. Who knows? Um, so I'm going to go with Amity in the, in the first semi, Staples in the second. And we get that Amity-Staples game for the second time in three years and the... Third time in five years, excuse me, I believe. Oh, that buffalo. Buffalo chicken was so good. So, like I said, pay your tickets. Go to Municipal Stadium. Check out the double L bracket. I think it's going to be the best. Um, 
This is the way, it's just an absurd bracket. The semifinals are going to be awesome. Not saying that any of the other ones aren't. And if you're a baseball fan and you want to bounce around, maybe go to Sage Park to see Coventry and St. Paul at 1. I'm thinking about popping over there, especially if Matt Cook's pitching. I really want to see him pitch so bad. Um, so we'll see. Um, either way, you know, stay with us. We will be, uh, I believe Scott and I will be back on Wednesday. Um, after the semifinals to recap the semifinals. Oh, we might be back Monday previewing the semifinals. I have no idea. I got to talk to Scott. We got to figure it out. There's so many moving pieces, so many moving things. It's all over the place. But thanks for listening. Um, I'll do Scott's sign-off. For uh, for Scott, I'm Pete. Catch you guys next week. Later. Later.